The process of landing investment banking job offers can often feel like a black box, which leads to confusion and anxiety for most of the candidates going through it. Hey, my name is Sam Shaw, and I'm the founder of Wall Street Mastermind. I've personally coached numerous students on how to successfully break into top-tier investment banks, including Goldman Sachs, Morgan Stanley, JP Morgan, Centerview, Evercore, and PJT Partners, just to name a few. On this podcast, I'm going to help you demystify the investment banking recruiting process by sharing what the clients of Wall Street Mastermind have done to get results like these. Enjoy this episode. Hey guys, if you like the content on this episode today, I want you to go and click the subscribe button to make sure that you get all of our future content as well, because we're going to be publishing multiple episodes every single week with different types of valuable investment banking recruiting advice. I want to make sure that you don't miss out on any of it. Okay. Today, I want to talk about the top three reasons why you haven't been getting responses from investment bankers when you're reaching out to network with them. Okay. This is one of the most common issues that we see uh, when students try to network with bankers uh, during investment banking recruiting. And people always ask us like, Hey, why don't, why don't the bankers respond to me? So there are three main reasons why a banker might not respond to you uh, when you reach out for networking. First things first, it's because your resume and or your LinkedIn profile um, are not up to par. Okay. This means that you don't look good as a candidate on paper. You don't look qualified. Maybe you don't have any relevant experiences. Maybe there's no indication whatsoever based on your work experience and based on your extracurricular involvement that you're serious about finance. Right. Or maybe your GPA is really bad or maybe, you know, you go to a school that they never heard of or maybe it's all of the above or maybe you have some of those things, but your resume is not formatted in a way that's aesthetically pleasing and it doesn't it doesn't present yourself in the right way. Right. And so the reason why you might you might ask, well, what does it have to do with networking? Well, the reason why that's important for networking is because typically if you're reaching out to a banker, to try to network with them and you're asking them for, you know, 20 or 30 minutes of their time and they don't know who you are because most of the time they're going to be strangers, right? Uh, They don't have time to talk to every single stranger that reaches out to them, right? These bankers are very busy. They're working 80, 90, 100 hours a week. They're going to be selective about who they choose to spend time with. And at the end of the day, they know what you're after. You're, You're trying to reach out to them and talk to them because hopefully they'll be able to refer you for an interview, right? Well, if you're not qualified on paper, nobody wants to go out of their way and refer someone who looks bad on paper because then they have to do a lot of explaining. They have to justify it to their colleagues or to HR or to whoever, you know, is deciding on, you know, who gets interviews and who doesn't get interviews. And they don't know you that well. So if they have to stick their neck out for you to that degree and they happen to be wrong, they don't want to be responsible for it when you go into the interview and you do poorly and you know the team comes back and asks them like hey sam like what what the heck did you see in this kid you know why did you refer them like you just wasted one of our interview spots so that's first thing it's nothing personal like if you're not qualified i'm just not going to talk to you like if you reach out to me uh and and you attach a resume and it looks like crap or even if you don't attach a resume nowadays everybody's on linkedin i can go on linkedin and look you up real quick to see if you're someone that's actually worth my time. So that's the first thing, first and foremost. The second thing is you you write horrible emails, right? Like your email is not optimized. It's not professional. Um, Either, you know, you're not 
polite enough, you're not professional enough, or maybe you write too much, you include a bunch of stuff that they just don't care about. These bankers get so many emails a day. You want to keep it brief and concise and to the point, but at the same time, you want to be respectful. At the same time, you want to be flexible. Um, so there's a lot that goes into crafting a good networking email, right? Even down to uh, the nitty gritty details, like what you put in the subject line to make sure that, you know, when someone reads the subject line, like, are they going to just delete your email or are they actually going to open it? Right? Are they actually going to be intrigued? Are they actually going to be, uh, you know, wanting to read what, what it says inside, right? That's half the battle, right? If they don't even read your email, they don't even open it. It doesn't matter what you write inside. And so how you craft your email and spending the time to come up with good email templates that you can use over and over and over again is absolutely crucial. And that's one of the biggest things that we help our, our clients with when we work with them is like giving them the right email templates, right? Um, speaking of email templates, the third thing uh, that you need to be aware of is the third reason why bankers might not be responding to you. It's just that you suck at following up, right? And so what I mean by that is networking by definition is a numbers game. Not every single investment banker is going to respond to you when you reach out. Um, some of them just don't respond, period, to anyone. It doesn't matter. So you're not, you, you got to know that. You got to expect that. But a lot of the times when bankers don't respond to you, it's actually for no other reason than just they're busy, right? Or yours is not that high of a priority. They're working on deals that are hundreds of millions of dollars or billions of dollars sometimes. That's their first priority. That's their job. That's what they're getting paid to do. They're not really getting paid to talk to college students and give career advice, right? And so if you email them and they happen to be in the middle of a project or middle of a live deal, or they have another email that just came in from their managing director asking them to do something, they're going to go deal with that stuff first before they even consider responding to your email, right? And so sometimes they say, oh, well, this is low priority. I'll come back to this later. And they just forget because they get so busy and more and more work keeps getting piled onto their plate, right? Sometimes, you know, they meant to reply later, but by the time they come back or by the time they finish everything else that they have to do, they've gotten so many more emails since your email that your email is now down, pushed down to page three or page four or page five in their inbox. And they're just not going to go that far back, right? So, the, so out of sight, out of mind, right? And so what I'm saying is a lot of the times, just because you don't get a response the first time, one of the biggest mistakes that I see people make is that they don't follow up. You have to follow up. Typically, we have our clients follow up at least, uh, well, not at least, but up to three times before they give up on reaching out to a specific banker, right? You don't want to be annoying. You follow up too many times. Um, now you're just being a pest, right? And now you're just not respecting them. Uh, they probably don't want to talk to you. Most people won't ignore you three times in a row, right? But you want to be persistent without being annoying, right? And then so, we actually, uh, you know, going back to the uh, email template point, like in our follow-up emails, you also have to make sure that you write it in a way such that you demonstrate the fact that you're trying to be persistent without being annoying, right? And we, our clients have actually, using some of the templates that we've shown them, um, have gotten compliments from bankers who told them like, look, I don't typically respond, but this third follow-up email that you sent me was so well-written uh, that I decided to respond to you. And Literally, like one of my clients, he got on a call with a managing director from Molis who never takes networking calls just solely because of the email that he wrote. So, you know, again, like just to recap the three things are you got to make sure you look at it on paper first and foremost. 
Until you've done that, do not do anything else, including networking or reaching out to bankers. Second of all, make sure that you spend a lot of time thinking about how to craft good emails. And that's not just your first initial email, but also make sure you have good templates for your follow-up emails, okay? And then last but not least, make sure you're following up, right? If you don't get a response the first time, follow up a second time. If you get a response the second time, follow up a third time. If you don't, if you don't get a response the third time, I probably wouldn't follow up anymore. I would move on to someone else because there are plenty of bankers out there that you can talk to and you don't have to talk to that specific banker uh, if they don't really want to talk to you. Okay, so hopefully that helps you guys with your networking process and uh, that'll be it for today. Thanks for listening to this episode. Interested in discovering how you can get personalized one-on-one coaching from Wall Street Mastermind to help you beat out the massive amount of competition out there? Head on over to www.wallstreetmastermind.com slash apply. And the street is abbreviated to ST, so it's really wallstmastermind.com slash apply. And our team looks forward to speaking with you.